Welcome back to the Rosewater Connection, a podcast on all things mental health and wellness. I'm your host, Wes, and I'm joined by Clint Mraz of the Shift Counseling Services and Heidi Carl of BGC Saskatoon. This week, we had some issues with the audio, so we're missing uh, the beginning of the original intro uh, and how you doings. Um, and then there's some clipping and clicking in the first three minutes or so. It's mostly cleaned up uh, after Clint's song is done at the about the three-minute mark. Uh, so bear with us. If you want to skip, it's just really the intro and, and the song that you'd be missing. The real meat and potatoes of the episode, the conversation starts at about three to three and a half minutes in. So we'll jump right back in. You I've, can go I've got some discomfort in my upper jaw ear area. Upper jaw ear area. Might have to Google this. See what's going on. Go down that rabbit hole. What's wrong with me today and my health concerns? Well, instead of looking at things from a place of deficit, deficit, thank you. Why don't we instead today talk <laughs> about some strengths? Okay, Captain Segway. Well done. Thanks for bailing me out with the word deficit. I got distracted and immediately <laughs> forgot where I was going. So I started talking just a little bit slower. You're welcome. And uh, yeah. Well, uh, don't look at that as, as uh, a deficit. It's a learning opportunity, Wes. I wasn't looking at it as a deficit. <laughs> I was looking at, at the strength of our team that Clint was just able to, to sense that I needed help and then pull me out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, just, uh, I don't like to think of myself as an everyday hero, but. <laughs> but I mean, once in a while, it's okay to own your strengths, right? Once in a while, it's okay to recognize your areas of awesome. And, and in that <clears throat> moment right there, I bailed you out and I, I helped you. And it feels good. So do you wake up every morning, <laughs> you know, being like, damn, I'm just an everyday hero. It's funny you mentioned that. Or 200 day. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned that, Heights. Um, I haven't made up a song yet. But I've been looking for a new tune to wake up to because it, it has been Willie Nelson's uh, Woke Up Still Not Dead Again today, which has gotten me through this last year in, in positive ways. Um, maybe it's time to record my own and wake up to my own voice. You got something in mind? Well, I don't know. Because we just happen to have microphones <laughs> rolling right now. I happen to have my guitar here and uh, I, I do like to, you know, create songs. So the concept is... Uh, Woke up today an everyday hero? Is that what it is? Okay, well, let's give it the old college try. I wonder what chord it'll be. <laughs> oh, look, it's an E chord. <laughs> Clint, you woke up an everyday hero once again. Go help people like Wes when he's in trouble again. And when Heidi needs to help staying awake in the middle of the podcast, you can help her too, because you know what you are, Clint? You're an everyday hero. That's got legs. That's got promise. Okay, back to uh, back to the strengths. Mm-hmm. Why are we talking about strengths again? Because I think there's a lot of times in life or situations that come up where we feel that we should act in a certain way 
Um, you know, if you take work life, for instance, um, you know, we should respond in ways that we think we should. And so that leads us and takes us further away from ourselves and our inherent strengths, right? Like who we are. We talk about this in, in leadership all the time. We want to work from our strengths. We want to work from what we're good at, but we want to put purpose to it. Right? When we think about that and we take that to our to our uh, our personal lives and the expectations, you know, that other people have on us too, right? And how we on how we show up and do we lean into, you know, how other people think we should show up or do we show up as ourselves? Right? And so <clears throat> recognizing at least professionally that we have to show up as ourselves authentically. So why do we why do we forget about our our strengths? Because it happens all the time. It goes out of other people's expectations. So we we put the focus back on other people instead of keeping it here. Right? If I'm showing up in a way that's not normally me, I'm doing that most of the time for other people because I, and I also perceive that's how they think I should show up. Oh, okay. Right. So when, when we're not connected within or doing things and responding in ways that are natural in some cases, um, or how we want to show up, right. If that's, if that's changing or if we're going off course, that's because we're letting other people define that. So consciously coming back to, self consistently throughout our days there's some excellent merit to that hey right but i mean and that's just the start because there's also owning those strengths mm. right and that's where people have a lot mm -hmm. of difficulty is being able to say you know what i'm i'm good at that mm -hmm. i'm damn good at that um without you know they always chalk it up to arrogance well, I, I love this topic uh, for many reasons. Um, you know, a strength-based approach um, from within my role as a as a therapist is 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 what I pride myself on. And uh, you know, when you're entering this field of work, um, you know, you're always called to and, and challenged to find your uh, theoretical orientation. Uh, what's your operating system uh, as a helper? And it's important that you, you know, ha have some clarity on, on what that is and, and how you show up in the role that you, you've taken on. And um, pretty quick in, in, in my work, in my training, it uh, became evident that I was always going to tell me about the strengths, tell me about the, the positives, tell me about what works for you. Tell me about what other people say about you that makes you blush, <laughs> those things. And it was kind of validated for me that, that uh, that's a, a great way to help others, but also a great way to see life through as an individual. Mm -hmm. To, first of all, <laughs> go to your strengths. Be open to what your strengths are even though it can be uncomfortable. Well, and can you name them? And it's hard to, <laughs> to, to, name, to them name them and to say them out loud. And own them. 
yeah. on a regular basis, right? And even it comes back to like asking ourselves, you know, how do we want to show up? And why? And rec- you know, is that within us? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. This was, um, yeah, again, validated for me years ago. And I don't know if I had talked about this before. I think I might have. Uh, I don't know if it was on a podcast or not. But um, years ago when I was doing my master's work, uh, one of our you know, uh, projects, assignments that we were called to do was to, to interview somebody within the field um, that we learned something from. And so I had the, the honor of being able to spend about four hours <laughs> with um, Dr. Bruce Gordon. Um, and unfortunately, we lost uh, Dr. Bruce a number of years ago. Um, he was a, a, a renowned child uh, psychologist within the province, and I had a chance to listen to him in some workshops and conferences. And then I was honored to be able to just sit and, and talk with him about all things, you know, with respect to the human condition and, and, and therapy and psychology and all of that. Um, I knew Dr. Bruce Gordon from my time playing Husky hockey because he was the announcer for years and years and years at Husky hockey games. And so we kind of knew of one another. But then, you know, uh, when I was sitting with him, and he, I was, you know, asking about, his uh, ways of operating and how he sees himself as a helper. Um, <clears throat> he flipped it back to me pretty quick. <laughs> and, and he said, no, 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 I want to hear about yours first. And so I, I started to explain who I thought I was and, and how I show up as, as a therapist. And it was all uh, strength-based. It was all about solutions. It was not about focusing on mm, the past as much and focusing on on the deficits and, and what's wrong with us, what needs to be fixed, right? And uh, he started smiling and smiling. He said, oh, good. Um, I'm glad to hear that because his belief system was, was the same. We need to look at our strengths as individuals and we need to um, notice and observe and point out and verbalize and celebrate for others, with others, their strengths. There's not enough of that in the world. He said, even our education systems at times can be focused on deficit, mm-hmm. right? Our, uh, and it just is. The, the medical model, if you will, <clears throat> is what it is for good reason. What's wrong with you, right? What's not working well? Let's, let's look to rectify that. Let's try to fix that. But that old medical model, existing medical model, and that's kind of infiltrated the education system in a lot of ways too, right? That, that can cause some, some issues and some sufferings for a lot of individuals in their lives because we can get conditioned to, um, yeah, yeah, what, lots of people tell me about strengths and, oh, yeah, I've been, people tell me about areas of awesome, fine, fine. But I, I'm going to focus on what's wrong with me and what needs to be fixed and where I suck sort of thing. But I'm always going to push back against that because we don't talk about strengths enough. So go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, How do you, how do we break that conditioning then? By 
talking about it, <laughs> right? By by promoting it, by marketing it, by modeling it, by taking it on ourselves, even within our personal lives, within our our self talk, within our professional lives. What are we noticing first? Mm-hmm. And it becomes pretty clear if we start to examine that with with a lens. Like, what am I thinking about first? Is it on the deficit side of things? Or is it, that needs to be celebrated. That's awesome. I don't know if you know this about yourself, but... But how many times do we say to other people, I know this about myself? You know, from that strengths-based lens. Never. Hard work. We are not conditioned to do that. No, and those of us who are, are viewed as arrogant, Mm -hmm. Ah. self-important, right? Because I know... And, and I even hesitate when I say it in this context, but I know what I'm really good at. Mm-hmm. I do. And I can, I can own it in conversation. We can talk about it. And it just, it comes pretty easy to me, but I also know what I need to work on. Yeah. Right. Where, you know, there's things that I could be doing a lot better. And I I know those very well. And I, to me, they're 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 one and the same. They're whole. They're part of me. Mm-hmm. You know, I see that people fear being thought of as arrogant. Yeah, and yeah. yet I, I can own it, and I can say I'm really good. I'm really good at this type of conversation. This is my wheelhouse. This is my you know <clears throat> where I thrive, mm-hmm. where I do really well. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, even when you say that, you notice people's reactions to you, right? I've been told, well, it's just because it's inherent. Well, some of it has taken practice, and maybe now it's more inherent-like, but I wasn't born that way. And Mm -hmm. so there's a whole lot of compartments that we could have conversation over when it comes to inherent strengths, strengths that, you know, are inherent now after many, many years of practice. Mm -hmm. And uh, you, you can't change or stop people's reactions to that well i'm always curious about what comes up um you know in the work that i do within this office space um i'll oftentimes pose a question because somebody they can be really down on themselves right and verbalizing their deficits and 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 what's going you know wrong within them and 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 how many things they need to attend to and fix within their life but if even I, I ask the question, okay, but how did you get here today? <laughs> right? You you look you look at that question right there, and that can go for anybody who's getting up and showing up uh, in their lives within their workspaces. How did you do that? What did you do? Well, there's lots that goes into that, right? The mental uh, toughness, resilience, fortitude, um, stick with itness, in the name of I. I I'd rather not, but I'm doing my doings and I'm getting there. Did you ever really think about what it takes to get from uh, your your bed to your workspace uh, in spite of the stuff that goes on in life? That's a big deal. It's a huge deal. So it's our starting point then really when it comes to, you know, strengths-based, owning our strengths that self-awareness piece absolutely right without 
without judgment, without, you know, on ourselves, mm -hmm. right? Without fear um, of the reactions and responses of other people, right? And how we're perceived when we can leave those alone, right? And keep them out of the equation, it's much easier. And I've had a lot of people, I'm going to say fortunately, through through my professional life where I've been able to sit down and and say like, you know, let's read through your strengths here. Yeah. And, you know, how do you feel about them? What do you think? You know, can can you own them without asking that question? And, um, and many people end up in, in tears because mm -hmm. it is so hard to come out, you know, for them and say like, yes, I'm really good at it. And it's it's fear. It's confidence. It's lived experience. All you know, so how do you get to the, the self-awareness, but the whole picture? Well, it takes a lot of repetition, right? I even think about, um, you know, even these last few years in the work that we, uh, you and I have been doing, you know, with and through uh, BGC. And there's been times where, you know, you've hit the pause button when I have verbalized something about, you know, how I'm showing up. And I would say something negative about myself, right? Mm -hmm. uh, Deficit-laden uh, verbalization. And because you're well-versed in this, right, you noticed that, observed it, and called me out on it. But that took quite a few reps over time for me to actually um, be okay with authentically truly honestly okay i can own that here here's a strength uh, i can say it out loud that was a big stretch and people downplay the noticing of those strengths right so oh, yeah. and so is just saying that to me because they care for me because yep. they love me because they're my friend because of this this and this right anything they can say to themselves rather mm -hmm. than internalize mm -hmm. that and go okay like i mean and i Okay, I don't, I don't, I don't take compliments awesomely. I'm like the, the ugly meme, <laughs> the, the dog like biting the flower, the little girl going, ah! <laughs> you know, like I, I don't like it. And yet I do feel that I'm really good at owning my strengths and what I'm, I'm good. I know what I'm good at and that's mm -hmm. a feel. Okay. So what's up, do you think with, I'm not very good at taking compliments, receiving <clears throat> I'm not good at taking compliments about my physical appearance. That um, makes me uncomfortable. Um, I'm not good at taking compliments where I think they're over-exaggerated. beyond my ability or something even sometimes that I don't notice about myself but mostly those ones but do you we still need that stuff though right we do <laughs> so how do you you say it takes practice it takes a lot of reps repetitions of what what do I to get comfortable owning my strengths what do I do do I go fishing for compliments am I like no uh, hyping myself up the, in the, the, the like, repetition there was for me within the context of that story was mm -hmm. I had to go through repetition regards to 
saying something negative about myself mm -hmm. and being challenged about that in that moment and <clears throat> making meaning of that, going through that <clears throat> scenario in my own head and over time truly accepting it because we put up a lot of uh, avoidance walls there for, and, and everybody's unique and different that way, but it takes time. But if you, if you have someone challenging you mm -hmm. on deficit language, negative perspective on self, mm -hmm. it's not like it's, it's going to make a, a big difference uh, after one go. So that's why I like talking about it and then spreading the word on this whole strength-based approach. Make sure that you're noticing the people that you're sharing time and space with and observing and verbalizing to them consistently over time, over time, over time, real, authentic, um, honest ways of saying, there's a strength. There's Do a strength. think as you see and verbalize those things for others, the more you do that, do you think it becomes easier for you? It's always part and parcel. It's okay. that uh, I always, what I see in my mind's eye is that uh, in, infinity symbol, right? You put it out, it comes back. You put it out, it comes back. And then when it comes back, we will have our own perspective and we'll internalize that and make meaning of it in our own way. But anytime that we overtly and um, directly verbalize to somebody, in that moment, something that's real, right? And you've noticed a strength. That act right there, you're hearing yourself say it, mm -hmm. right? You're recognizing that this is this is happening. You're going to process that in your own way. I mean, that infinity symbol also recognizes, right? Um, I did that for you. Hmm. And what do you do for me? Right within that because I've done it for you, you know how it feels. And when we know how it feels, then we do that for others, right? And so that's that ripple effect too. Mm -hmm. The other piece though that we tend to do too is we give away our credit. Our, our credit. Mm -hmm. You know, someone says, oh, great job on this. Oh, yeah, but I only, you know, did this, this, and this. Oh, yeah, but. It was oh, yeah, but. someone's <clears throat> idea or it was. Yep. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And then giving away that that uh, credit to others, what do we do for ourselves in that? I mean, unless we're sticking an and mm -hmm. in there, right? Even that language piece. Yeah, but Wes did this, this, and this. Or yes, take a pause. And Wes did this, this, and this. Hmm. <clears throat> well, as I've promoted the strength-based uh, approach to living over time, I, I've had... Um, individuals, you know, challenge me on it, um, you know, by way of, okay, that's all fine. But we, we gotta, we gotta focus on, you know, the stuff that we need to focus on. If, if we've got a big gap in our, uh, you know, presentation, <laughs> if we've got a big gap in our skill set here, we've got to address this. Oh, I get that. Time and a place, right? There's, if there's growth that's um, needed in a particular area, whether it's personal, whether it's professional, uh, most individuals are quite aware, generally, that this is a deficit area for them. Uh, most people are, are aware that, yeah, this is something that um, 
I would be wise to, you know, work at over time because it's causing me some suffering. And fine. The thing is, do we need others pointing out our deficits to us to the extent that it's happening? My core belief system no. is no. And I've had these discussions with families where, you know, if I'm working with, with a child and I'm getting the impression that a lot of the communication to the child is what they need to be better at, what they need to improve, what they need to, uh, you know, fix, all of that. I want to put up the, <laughs> the let's pause here for a second. I, I recognize, it, like all of us, uh, there's things that we could uh, improve in, in our lives. But first of all, let's, let's go to the other flip side. What's the, what's the positive? What's the strengths? What's the areas of awesome? Because that's a uh, headspace. And if you start, start operating out of that headspace and owning your own strengths and what you're proud of, and that changes your mood, right? That can soften anxieties. Top two things we always talk about. That thing alone can happen if a young person, for example, is inundated with compliments and recognized for their strengths, real strengths, not just, you know, for the sake of uh, saying it. But that builds self-esteem. That, that, that helps with confidence. And when, when the deficits come up and the things come up that, yeah, are getting in the way and they need to be attended to and, and worked on, you can do that because you've got this base of, I, I feel pretty good about myself. And how does that happen? Through language. Right? I, I talk about this story often. Uh, what did I hear from my... Uh, Dearly departed father, Russ, as I grew up uh, playing lots of sports. All I ever heard was, Hey, that's my boy. Hey, that's my boy. Ukrainian accent. You could hear it across the baseball field. You could hear it across the rink. That's all I ever heard. Mm -hmm. And I know now that he was overdoing it. But thank goodness he was overdoing it. But that's all he knew was um, pump the tires, mm -hmm. build uh, upon what's there. And, and in that moment, in those moments, what happens to the mood, right? What happens to confidence over time if that's what you always hear? And so I, I pay that story forward uh, all the time. And a lot of people would challenge that, right? And, and say, well, you can't just pump people's tires all the time. Well, I disagree. I think we can. <laughs> and people know their deficits and what they need to work on. Yeah. I, there's actually some research that, that supports the idea of um, what happens to uh, real or perceived deficits over time if we uh, focus on and we grow and develop our strengths the deficits melt away on their own. Hmm. Yeah. What we do with our strength-based um, leadership is we get purposeful about our strengths, right? Because it, it's it's there now. Let's use it. It's something we do. Well, it's every year, or every couple of years, but we 
meet with you and we go over our, our strengths from our the insight report for Gallup, I think. Yep. Um, I think I've done it now three, maybe four times. And this past year was the first time I think that I came into it with, okay, here are my strengths. Here's how I'm going to lead with them, which is the intent. Every other time I go in, okay, these are my deficits. Here's how I want to bring them up to be <laughs> strengths, uh-huh. uh, which is very much how I've been conditioned to look at things my whole life is let's, uh, you know, get everything up to, to par here. Uh, but I think that there's still, there's room to work on those things while still being, like you said, purposeful and, and having that intention of here's what I, where I excel. And I'm going to be more mindful of leading with those things and, and, um, seeing them in myself, bringing them out in others. Well, and how often, I mean, because <clears throat> the three of us right now, top three strengths, what are they? You know, does oh, it come easy? We're not playing easy? that game. That's uncomfortable. Well, <clears throat> I didn't ask you to actually say them. <laughs> I was good at the end of the episode, just not to distract. Right. But, but I mean, when you think about it, what's your top three strengths? Can you name them? Can you own them? Do you even know what they are? Mm-hmm. How many people would answer that question? Yes. And here they are. Small, the percentage small would be small. Percentage. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. So what does that say on, on how we, <laughs> on we, how we lead our lives on how we show up? Mm-hmm. Right? I know self-awareness is not easy. It's not easy to take a look or in some cases, if you're in, you're an overthinker and your self-talk isn't great. It's really easy to always go to the deficit. Yep. Always. Um, I know that. <laughs> and I think it's it's been confidence. It's been success. It's been, um, as a leader, I've had to walk my talk in order to ensure credibility, mm-hmm. which meant a lot of things that I probably didn't want to do, but were really good for me. <laughs> But if you if you don't do that and you don't take a look, sometimes it's no wonder our self-talk looks like it does. <clears throat> the decisions that we make based on our deficit view. Oh, yeah. Good point. Well, even We're when less we're, likely to risk. When Wes was talking about uh, the difference between the way that he showed up this year compared to uh, historically, um, I... I felt that when you were talking about that. It was like, if you're coming into it, you know, looking at the deficits first and, you know, how am I going to get that up? How am I going to get this and get the, gosh, that felt heavy. That felt like heavy, heavy work to me. But then you went to the other side of, I went in strength base. I was like, instantly, doesn't that feel better? Mm-hmm. Well, and the difference being, and I get, this is probably my favorite part too, is, is getting people to a space of you know the work that they do before they come in is when they take a look at those deficits Mm -hmm. they take a look so when they get there i'm like okay so we're crossing this off and this off and this off because it has nothing to do with your strengths 
<clears throat> right? And now let's go back and, and redo these. Which is really funny too, because one way to interpret that is like, you're not good at that. Lots of lots of explaining yeah. in time. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's it's very uh, it it can be a challenge to especially when you're in a, a space of a low mood, right? Mm -hmm. It can just exacerbate itself. Where I'm not feeling great, oh, and I'm not good at this, and I'm I'm not doing this, and so it it can snowball, right? And so it's, it's really, really hard to break that. Well, and I, I say that fleetingly, and that's not the process. Either, no, I, right? I know that. but <clears throat> Because even getting, you know, like by the time I cross it off, I'm like, so we can agree that this, this shouldn't be on your, mm -hmm. your PDP. And, and the answer 100% of the time is yes. <laughs> because either it's something that they already do and they do really well. Mm -hmm. um, so we take that that off the list or they've come in with with a, a deficit that's not related to their their strengths at all mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so it's it's an interesting process by the time we get there and then we're both in agreement like it's getting crossed off mm -hmm. and so half the people actually more than that at least three quarters of our you know staff will be like well yeah go see Heidi and it all gets crossed off and I'm like <laughs> yep it does right but it's the process mm -hmm. and we come out with something that's so much better and more suitable and people walk out of my office differently when they walk in. Mm -hmm. That is it for this week's episode of the Rosewater Connection. We'll be back next Thursday for the second half of this conversation where we dive a little bit deeper into strengths-based leadership, uh, leading from your strengths, how you show up. Until then, please rate, subscribe, and most importantly, share this podcast with anyone who you feel may benefit from it. While you're at it, there's a link tree at the bottom of the episode description where you can learn more about what BGC Saskatoon and the Shift Counseling Services have going on. And at the very bottom of that link tree, there is a Microsoft form where you can submit topics for conversations of future episodes and then also just feedback on this podcast overall. That's all for now. Take care of yourselves and we'll see you back next Thursday for another episode. Are we back on? I think so. Maybe. You're so much quieter. Really? Yeah. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh yes it is don't pull any punches Wes <laughs>